and welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Be Uncluttered. I'm Tara Tuttle and with me is Rebecca Mazzino and together we're going to help you on your journey to a life free of clutter. So let's get started. This week we are going to tackle the problem of how to declutter when you have no room to sort. This is a problem that people with relatively high levels of clutter experience a lot and it can be one of those things that really stops people in their tracks. I can't help but think these people that have got no room to sort probably need to declutter more than most. So if that's you, listen up because hopefully some of our tips today can get you started. Ideally, when I declutter for myself or for anybody else, I like to pull everything out of a space that I'm decluttering and then only put back in that space that that I use or I need or I love. But when you have no space to get everything out and sort, then you've got to come up with new ideas and new options. So let's have a look at what some of those could be. It's hard to declutter when all of your spaces are full because you often need space to move, space to sort, space to put things while you're making decisions and while you're grouping and categorising. And when people have really high levels of clutter and the house is too full to actually have that breathing space and that sorting room, then they find that they just can't even start. And it's really common. And what ends up happening is that you end up churning Now, churning is a phrase that is used quite commonly in this industry and it means that you are constantly sorting and resorting and breaking things up into piles and then resorting those piles and then the piles sort of get blended together again because there's not a lot of space and then you have to resort again. And so it's this constant churning and shuffling and moving. So things get moved around a lot but nothing actually ever leaves and so the space problem isn't. Uh, addressed uh, isn't resolved and you kind of end up going around in circles and you're constantly faced with this problem of I just don't have the space so how would you get started then if you were to help someone with this problem or there was there's someone listening that thinks it's time I need to start where where's the starting point where's the logical point to to kick off from I guess it's understanding that you just can't do it the traditional ways so Stopping the traditional, I need to pull everything out, group it into categories, get rid of some things and then put the rest back. It's just not going to work. And so, you know, a lot of the the traditional ones like Marie Kondo, um, so she says in her book to get all things uh, that is part of one category all together and then you can see everything that you have and then you can cull what you don't need and then you can, you know, really lovely organise what's left and put it away. And that's just something that's not achievable when there's really high levels of clutter. It's not always possible. And so getting that mindset out of your head is a good first start. That mm-hmm. is also you know, the, the very traditional um, method of decluttering and organising, um, like Julie Morgenstern's Bible, Decluttering from the Inside Out. You know, she talks about you know, sorting, culling, grouping, categorizing and rehoming, probably in the wrong order. I haven't read the book for a while, but it's a really classic way of decluttering and organizing. And that is another method that does not work for really high clutter levels. So then I guess, Tara, the question you're going to ask next is, <laughs> which what does work? Yeah, give me the answer. <laughs> okay, everyone, 
One of my techniques that I use is the weeding technique. And it's a really great analogy because it gets you thinking about your stuff in a slightly different way. It's a method that you don't end up making a huge big mess. You know how you pull everything out, put it all on the bed or on the floor uh, and you start sorting and then something happens and you don't have the four or five hours required to do the entire project. And so you end up with all of the stuff on your bed at bedtime and then it kind of gets shoved down the end, then it ends up on the floor and then you're just in more of a mess. With this method, you actually aren't pulling everything out at all. What you're doing is you're looking at it like a garden bed. So if you look at your scary room and you think, all right, I'm going to weed out the things that I know I can part with without pulling everything out. So this is the weeding technique. And what it does is allows you to just reach for things that are within your reach because quite often if you've got a really cluttered area and if you haven't got room to sort, you can't actually even get into the room. So what you need to do is to stand where you can and just reach. You have a bag uh, for your rubbish. You have a bag for things you want to donate. And then you just pick out those things. So it's sort of just weeding out and then what's left at the end, you can then use traditional organising techniques for because you'll have a little bit of space. That's quite similar to um, uh, Peter Walsh method. And I love Peter Walsh. I love his style. And he calls it the two trash bag tango. It's a bit catchier than weeding. But um, <laughs> You can still put your weeds in a trash bag, can't you? <laughs> like put them in the garden bag. Yeah, true, true. Um, so his method loosely is to take, like you said, one bag for trash and pick a really small time frame, take 10 minutes or 20 minutes, something that's achievable that you can fit in your day and do a loop. Do a cursory sweep of your house or your room. Don't go digging just collect the trash so you might pick up the broken toys or the old magazines or paperwork things like that that you know are no longer needed and then put them in your trash bag and bin them I would advocate that you sort them and recycle what you can you know pop the paper in your recycling bin rather than putting it all straight in the trash can but um, then you grab your second bag do the same thing and collect those items to donate so some things are really easy to just grab for donating books old vases picture frames with no pictures in them things like that some of the clothes that you're really happy to just part with so do start that way um small time frame like you said grab what was in reach and 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 just get it going and once you start the movement of the stuff out of the space you'll get some momentum and then you can build on that yeah, that's that's a really good method because it, yeah, and it has that that same result of allowing air into the space and allowing air into the area, so that you do end up with a little bit more space to do the more detailed sorting and culling and the the more difficult sorting and culling and decision making because you are then able to have that space to put things into their categories and see that you have you know twenty seven white platters. Whereas before, when the room is really cluttered, you just can't see how many you have. And once you do some weeding you start to see a little bit more air in the room and you can see exactly what you have. Yeah, and one thing I think that's really key to remember and I want to advocate for is not buying any storage items or organising supplies before you start. Just start the process getting rid of a few things first and work out what you've already got that could be used to help house your items or 
figure out if there's something you need and go and buy it specifically once you've started sorting or completed sorting. A lot of people will go and buy a whole lot of plastic tubs and beautiful baskets and boxes and things to store their items in and they're starting by bringing more stuff in and that is, in my opinion, absolutely the wrong way to start. You need to start by getting things out of the space before you bring anything more in. Yeah, what that simply does is, especially if you what we're talking about today is where you have no space to, to sort. You're just adding to the stuff that's taking up space and um, that's not not going to be a good first step. It just sort of sends you a little bit backwards. There are It's good to have a couple of things for sorting, but you don't necessarily need to go and buy tubs. You will have tubs and baskets and boxes hanging around the place that you can use for sorting. You don't necessarily need to buy them. Yeah, you could use laundry baskets, anything like that, any Use trash bags even for the items that you're keeping just to group them in a methodical way without without having something specific to put them in. Um, I think the last 5% of the sort is pretty critical. A lot of people will do the trash bag tango or the weeding and find these items that they're going to donate and then that bag sits at the front door and then... Three weeks later, the bag of stuff for charity is still at the front door. And I think at that last 5% of taking it to the charity shop or taking the recycling out to the bin, that is critical because mm. all your good intentions are completely lost if the stuff remains in the space. Yeah. And then sometimes what happens is it gets mixed in with other household items. And so then it simply becomes something else to go through because you're not quite sure whether it's to go or whether it's staying because it's been mixed in with other things. And then you're just redoing all of your work over and over again. So yeah, I agree. It's really important to get it straight out of the house. Even if you, even if you drive around with it in the boot for a few weeks, that's not such a big deal, but as long as it's out of the house, then you're not going to end up mixing it with other things and you're going to not have that weight of something else to do on your shoulders. That's what clutter is. It's a weight of things that you have to do. Mm-hmm. If, is there a an area if someone is feeling totally overwhelmed with clutter and their whole they want to redo their whole house declutter their whole house is there an area back where you would suggest starting is there one zone like I would probably suggest a wardrobe but but in your experience is there one spot that you think is easier than than others to start yeah. place that I usually recommend people start is the floor because the floor actually isn't storage. It shouldn't be storing anything other than furniture. So pretty much everything on the floor needs to be de-owned or rehomed and never to be put back again. So the floor is, and it's also the floor can be, uh, it's can be unsafe to have things on the floor as well, especially if you have anyone who has balance issues or um, is tiny and, you know, likes to, eat things off the floor like toddlers and babies or if you have allergies and dust can collect amongst those things on the floor and it's really difficult to vacuum a floor that's got lots of stuff on it especially if that stuff is uncontained so the floor is usually my first port of call Mm -hmm. I guess the nice part about starting the floor then is you naturally create space to sort them as well don't you yeah, so you have a yeah, you have the floor to then yeah to then sort on um, should you need to later. So yeah, I would recommend you know any of the the weeding or the the, the trash bag uh, approach to start with the floor 
wherever possible or the kitchen bench. Kitchen benches can just make such a difference to the way the whole house feels really you know having an empty kitchen bench every morning when you first get up is a really nice positive clarity inducing start to the day Mm. it changes the functionality of the whole space doesn't it when you can actually see the bench and use the bench for what it was intended rather than to house hair bands and bits of paper and paper clips and dirty dishes and yeah bottles of things you've yeah there's um things always collect on kitchen benches and it's really normal there's you know nothing to be ashamed of having a kitchen bench with lots of uh, detritus of, of family life on it but it really does help if you can rehome those things and have that clear bench so hopefully this has helped you if you do have a space that really needs to be sorted but there isn't any space hopefully this gives you the tips and tools that you need to to get started and get moving on it thanks so much for joining us if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast please subscribe and leave a rating or a review please feel free also to tell your friends about us if they too would like to be uncluttered If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us at beuncluttered.com.au or on Facebook and Instagram or on our personal websites at clearspace.net.au and basklifecoaching.com.